Justice is what love looks like in public. Cornell West. Looking forward, a movement for the common good. Sharing the rock is a way of living that honors all life and promotes equity, love, and peace among people. Making it the primary framework for our daily choice making is the central work of our time. The practice of leadership for the common good is essential for sharing the rock, for bringing us to that day when all will enjoy the fruits of a caring and just society. It is not complicated work. We need only remain conscious of staying in the third circle. Each day, every person, institution, and community can decide which of the three circles will govern their behavior. Because the third circle is the sole territory of the common good, it remains the only circle on which leaders for the common good need to focus. Although leadership for the common good is uncomplicated, it is difficult, requiring us to summon internal and external allies. Internally, we are supported by our core values, our compassion, born of experience on the margins, and our vision of what ought to be, all of which root us in principled choice-making. Externally, we reach out to allies in gracious space, trusting that the path to find the common good is filled with diverse individuals who will find a way to work together despite their differences. Having gathered our allies, we claim our voice. We move into difficult issues of our time, trusting that we will receive hope and confident that our courage will grow as we continue on. Throughout, we remember the power of community in creating social change and associate with like-minded individuals for support in our daily practice of leadership for the common good. Social change happens most rapidly when like-minded individuals act together. According to sociologists, it takes only 5% of any group moving together in a new direction to be considered a movement. Thus, a surprisingly small number of us may be enough to catalyze a social innovation or movement, perhaps in our neighborhoods, at our workplaces, or on our Facebook pages. Essential Aspects of Social Movement Leadership The essential aspects of social movement leadership dovetail well with the practices of leadership for the common good. A social movement is the weaving together of simultaneous acts of innovation and reform in many settings into a coordinated expression of power and intention focused on a common social concern. Local innovations and reforms, if shared and replicated, can spread the movement to other areas and thus help it grow exponentially. Movements begin by a leader articulating a principle-based unifying vision and inviting the co-creation of gracious space where all feel welcome to participate in the movement in ways that honor their interests. The leader then fosters hope and courage among participants to maintain the movement's momentum and through his behavior encourages others. Social movement leaders must also promote inclusiveness and decentralized power so that anyone, anywhere, in the movement has the power to invite others to join. 
Social movements honor the third circle orientation by encouraging all to participate. Placing power in the hands of everyone involved and focusing on the common good. Social movements are built on the passions and talents of many and are not dependent on charismatic saviors. Charismatic leaders can be assassinated, but movements cannot. Today, social movement leaders can use the modern tool of social networking to ensure diverse input, speed up the movement building process, and increase the movement's power to effect change for the common good. Social movement leaders must also encourage all members of the movement to find their voice relative to the vision so that progress towards putting the vision into action increases daily while all members remain focused on a common goal. The most successful social movement leaders build infrastructure that allow for an ongoing dialogue between local and regional or national leaders. In this way, successful grassroots initiatives can inform regional or national public policy reforms related to the movement while creating a pipeline for such reforms to take root in local communities. Like leaders for the common good, social movement leaders must also anticipate resistance and inspire movements members and inspire movement members to continue to claim their voice and love despite any opposition. All of these essential aspects of social movement leadership require sharing of information and power, as well as trusting that people can work together in gracious space for the good of all. The urgency of acting now. In these times of dire challenges and momentous opportunities, we are charged with a moral obligation to do what we can, where we can. A mission we commit to by deciding what we are willing to do today for the next generation and for people living on earth 500 years from now. It's time to take three practical steps on behalf of the common good. It's also time to find accountability buddies who will care enough about us and the future to ask us at the end of each month. What did you do this month to honor your values, claim your voice, and act with courage? We never know whether our next action might be the one that unleashes the waters of reform sending that flow out of our little corner of the world to cascade into a global movement for the common good. In addition, it's time to set up camp in the third circle, the place of principle and inclusiveness, home to the common good, and share our campfire with the very next person who comes along. As we move forward in good company, supporting one another and picking each other up after falling, it is important to celebrate those occasions when our conscious choices as leaders on behalf of the common good catalyze a change, big or small. The following list of practical actions taken in our communities, regions, and our nation could further propel changes for the common good. The United Nations could issue an urgent plea to all national leaders to honor the Universal Declaration of Human Rights and to draft a plan for how their nation intends to advance the common good at home and abroad in the next decade. The President of the United States could draft a compact for the common good and ask all citizens, leaders, institutions, and civic groups to become active stewards of the common good. Congress 
could issue a challenge to its members to publicly examine how each bill they consider adds or detracts from the common good. Governors could use their voices to demand action so that every corner of their state becomes a safe place for the human community and the environment to flourish. Every major, every mayor and city council could make a clarion call to the city's citizens and institutions to find practical ways to serve as stewards of the common good in their families, neighborhoods, schools, and local institutions. Every church, synagogue, and mosque could write a confessing statement urging local, state, and federal government, corporations, and all seats of power to respond now to the injustices on their watch. And through the power of care, justice, and inclusion, advocate for a future characterized by the good of all. Every scout troop could ask all scouts and their parents to take collective civic action to remedy local injustices. Every school, college, and university, public and private, could host a day of learning to discuss what it means to be active stewards of the common good and encourage students and faculty to take practical action. Every library could create a display that encourages patrons to inquire about the common good in their corner of the world and take effective action to realize it. Every professional organization, from accountants to zoologists, could raise the issue of the common good among their peers and inspire them to serve as stewards of the common good. Every chamber of commerce, business roundtable, and other organization that supports commerce could inspire entrepreneurs to think about how market forces can be used to advance the common good. Service clubs throughout the nation, such as Rotary, Kiwanis, and Lions Club, could examine how they can become more powerful advocates for justice in their communities. Every Red Cross volunteer, member of the armed forces, op-ed page editor, nanny, and blogger could assess how they might advance the common good in their activities. Such work is challenging, but it, keep, it, but it also keeps us feeling good because it connects us to good work, good people, and spirit's own goodness. This is surely what humans are created for, since nothing makes us happier than living a courageous public life as a steward of the common good. Acknowledgements. Although this book represents a view of leadership that has been incubating in me for a long time, publishing it required integrating ideas and finding professionals who could edit the manuscript and arrange for various aspects of production. In general, I am indebted to many students, seminar participants, and colleagues who have placed their thumbprint on these teachings over the years. I'm grateful as well to a number of people who helped in the book's preparation and production. Larry Penning's clear thinking and provocative questions helped shape the content of this book. Craig Comstock provided advice on the structure of the book and edited The Rock Story. Carolyn Bond served as a tireless main editor of the book and helped me weave years of experience into an integrated manuscript while holding me and the text in gracious space. Her authentic curiosity 
and powerful intuition helped her shape vital questions that challenged me to relentlessly pursue and clarify my deepest beliefs. This book would also not have come to fruition without the fun-loving spirit and wise counsel of Ellen Kleiner of Blessing Way Authors Services, who provided a highly skilled copy edit and coached me on advantageous choices to give this self-published book a professional touch and make it widely available to readers. In addition, Anne Lowe did incredible work on the cover and interior designs, capturing the spirit of the book. Finally, I wish to acknowledge two sources of love and support that have contributed to this book. First, I offer thanks to Spirit, who has given me the tongue of a teacher to sustain the wary with a word, and who meets me morning after morning with love, hope, and inspiration. Second, the love I feel from Spirit has been manifest over the past 32 years in the laughter, forgiveness, and incredible kindness I have received without merit from my wife, Sandy, who naturally possesses the kind of practical wisdom it has taken me almost a lifetime to understand and express in this book. About the author. Bill Grace is a social justice activist, traveling teacher, and architect of ideas. From 1976 to 1991, he served in higher education, promoting ideas related to moral and civic responsibility, service learning, and global citizenship. In 1991, he founded the Seattle-based Center for Ethical Leadership, a nonprofit organization dedicated to promoting the common good through ethical leadership, civic responsibility, and collaborative problem solving. During his 14-year tenure as executive director, the center developed a national reputation for its innovative, inspired leadership development programs. Bill's current research and writing focus on the development of spirit inspired leadership to call forth the wisdom, courage, and hope needed in these times. Believing that leadership must be grounded in a global sense of the common good, he promotes leadership and social action that focus on spiritual development, inclusiveness, and moral courage in pursuit of a just and peaceful world. Director of Common Good Works, www.commongoodworks.com. Bill speaks and leads seminars around the world.